リンクスタート先輩先輩キツライダイオディズリスコミラビンオンハダイシステイウェットホーシャディソコワイエウェダイフォーハーライデンワチンタイオーデンタイウェッAnime Senpai Podcast. But before I introduce my guest again today, take a little bit of my sunshine, take a little bit of my light and positivity because there's no day like today, so enjoy with the ones you love today. Now, if you asked me, Alex, on your first day off after running some award winning radio shows, after producing all of the greatest content in the world and getting yourself together and getting prepared to make some more content and all of this jibber jabbery jibby, would you be up to getting up at One in the afternoon, and I know a lot of you are like, what? Get up at one in the afternoon? Yes, that's late for me. I work late, all right? Everybody is on different times. And get up to go to the movie theaters to watch, mind you, in an IMAX theater, Suzume. And I said, absolutely. And who do you think was my counterpart today? Who do you think was my glorious companion, the chauffeur to my chauffeuring of the anime worldliness and goodness? Who do you think it was? It was not Megas. It was none other than one of my favorite people, an anime enthusiast, somebody who has some of the hottest anime takes I have ever heard in my life, and we all love him because his takes are just so out there. They sometimes really make you think, and we're like, Tim, that was a good take. It's none other than Timmy Tim, 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 Tim8702, or whatever it is in Discord. Hello, Tim. Why, hello. What's up? Pleasure to be here. It's an honor. Yeah, of course, man. Really excited about this one. I mean, we do have some hot takes. Yeah. But... We're also going to be talking about a movie that we just yes, watched. Yes. 10 out of 10. Oh, yes. Too early for that, but. I, well, whoa. Hold on. You're already giving it a 10 out of 10? 10 out of Tim, 10. Tim, oh my gosh. That's that, that's a lot to get. What is your Discord thing, by the way? Is it Tim8701? Uh, Tim 8701. The fact I remember that is pretty cool. Yeah. First gamer tag, actually. Is it really? Yeah. Well, you're a diehard Halo guy, by the uh, way. Of course, man. Halo is always going to be there. It's going to be number one. I love it. Xbox for life. Sorry, Dog. PlayStation fans, Switch fans, but. Dude, we have so much fun to get into. The thing that trips me out the most is not only did you already go see Suzume, you saw it already one time with some friends. You went to see it on the sub side, to yeah, see it in Japanese. I actually went uh, Thursday night and I saw it sub in IMAX as well. Oh. And then today was IMAX for dub. Oh, gosh. So back to back IMAX. Is this the first time you've seen an anime movie in IMAX? First time. Same. And I mean, wow. If you had the chance... Make sure to go watch it IMAX. You're going to watch this movie. You have to do it justice and go watch it IMAX. There's nothing like it. Tim, when I tell you, I felt the vibrations from this music, from her running, from the story, from the giant worms. So much dope stuff. The actual sitting back in those recliner chairs, which we had in a massive movie theater with the screen that was at least 100 feet wide. And it was insane. How massive the screen was 
we're sitting there, and mind you, there's nobody in this studio, by the way. It's 1 p.m. in a dub freaking viewing of Suzume in the Ontario. We go there. We sit down. We're literally all by ourselves, but one guy all the way at the top who has his camera out, like he's going to record the whole thing for some website. <laughs> yeah, he's putting 39 parts together on YouTube, <laughs> so you might be able to watch it there. 4K, don't worry. If you hear any uh, voice that's very familiar, it means I was in that movie theater, but, you know, we didn't really say anything. But, dude, we sit down. The massive movie theater, all of the crazy speakers in the wall. There's only a total of six of us in the movie theater, two two other couples, you and me and that guy in the back, and we get to experience possibly, I could go out on a limb and say it, but we will definitely get more into it, Makoto Shinkai's greatest piece of art he has done to date. It, 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 oh my God, Agreed. Tim. Agreed. Insane. The whole experience, and I'll tell everybody this right now, if you have the advantage if you have the ability, if there's some way somehow you can take a day off before it's gone, go watch this in IMAX. To watch an anime movie in IMAX is, it's a different world, Tim. Yeah, it was breathtaking. I mean, the visuals alone, but then you add in everything else. I mean, you get the music and like, when you hear that soundtrack with the speakers and IMAX, it just, it's a different vibe. There's no justice that can be done whether you're watching it at home or if you're watching it 2D. It's, yes. it's not the same. Tim, can we sing the song together? Because I really like the song. All right, count us off. You ready? Three, two, one. Get it, Tim! Uh, you might have to edit that one. Right? <laughs> I'm not. I'm leaving it cold take, baby. Tim, it really was that good. I couldn't believe from the soundtrack, which was Red Whims, right? Yes. I believe that's his name. He is the guy that composes the score for every single movie that we've watched, from Your Name to Weathering With You to this one, Suzumi. It is unbelievable to me how perfect their match is. It's like peanut butter and jelly. I don't know how it can get better than that. Well, after watching it Thursday, I felt like, man, this is his best work. But I thought maybe it could be my recency bias. Sure. It could be my friends influencing me because they thought the same thing. 10 and they were non-anime viewers, right? They were not. This was actually their first anime movie. Oh, what a way so, to start. So comparing it to your name and whether with you, they have never seen those movies. Sure. So it's hard for me to be like, oh, yeah, it's better than those movies, which I had to wait till today. And then really finally sit back and think about it. And I have to say, I think. It's number one. Dang. Okay. So he has done a couple other, uh, other pieces of work before this. I think one was like Garden of Words. I'm not sure, but we'll go back and look. So if we just do right now, Tim, because uh, we won't spoil anything. You guys will not get spoiled. This this movie, <laughs> go watch is all I'm going to say. So let's just do the three recent ones that have came out by him. So Makoto Shinkai did Your Name, then Weathering With You, and now Suzume. If you have to put those in order from one to three, Best to worst, which sounds crazy, but none of them are worse. What would you put them as, Tim? Yeah, there's really no wrong order you could put these movies in. I like agree. you said, they're all great in their own right, and they all stand as individual films. Right. If I had to put them from best to worst, I'm picking Suzume first. Okay. Weathering with you. Oh. And your name last. Really? I know, I know. A lot of people would never put Weathering with you above your name, but there's just something about that personal and tragic story of weathering with you that I think puts it right above your name. That's a fair point because I'll say this. I don't even need to think. Suzume, your name, weathering with you. And when I say that, they're neck and neck. It's not like one's far supreme to the other. All of those are 10 out of 10s. 
every one of those movies I loved sensationally. Your Name pulled the simp out of me. A love story that transcends time and space. A Freaky Friday where they fall in love on different planes of eternity and save an entire village because of it and meet each other in the future when they've forgotten about each other. Dog, like, how do you not enjoy that? To Weathering With You. A, a, a god. The girl becomes a god and can perform miracles with water, but oh my god, it's a strain on the body and now I have to go live in the clouds. Like, wh- what? What? <laughs> And like, you know, the whole thing of her being a runaway, the connection, the raindrops in that one. You remember when he's on the ground and like that little fight scene and the raindrop, how much time oh, it took for animation. Yeah. And then also now, Suzume, where you have one of the most detailed piece of works that talks about the tragedy of grief and suffering, the loss of somebody like a mother or somebody strong to you, and the effects it has on you growing and moving forward. Insane to me. And you know what they did too, Tim? You know, I love my time lapses. They oh, gave they us had, two. I had two of those. Right? There, yeah. Do you remember I was sitting next to you? I was like, damn, time lapses. And I think when you do go watch Suzume, I think a lot of people need a, I know we're not spoiling, but just have an open mind because yes. there's so many different themes. Your name, yeah, we could boil it down to a love story. Yes. Weathering with you, it's about sacrificing and yes. goddesses and all that. But I think with Suzume, there's a lot of missing themes that you won't catch unless you have your mind open to it. Absolutely. So many different themes. I think it's a, collaboration of all his previous works coming together to this brand new one. And I almost got like a little bit of a taste of inspiration of Beauty and the Beast in this. Oh yeah, If you really think about it, the drop-dead gorgeous prince turns into a beast or a chair, uh, turns into something and then has to be saved in a certain... You know what I'm saying? Like, I got those vibes. And the coolest thing about this story is it's a great movie. It's not badly paced. The entire time you're watching it, you're consumed by the storyline. And the whole fact of seeing what happens with her, this main character, the way they portrayal, and I'm not spoiling anything, this veil of the world that is unseen, that only animals can see. Because we were talking about this. In life, there's only a certain amount of dimensions we can see. We're three-dimensional beings. We can only see three, two, and one D. Animals, especially cats, which are prominent in this movie, you'll see why, Cats are able to see more. That's why they have those slits and they can see at night. And all. So they're basically telling you there's a world within our world that we can't see. And the way that they use it to describe earthquakes, unbelievable. Tim, it was one of a kind. Yeah, I mean, what's really special about that is, like I said, there's deeper meanings and deeper, deeper themes that they're telling us that only if you're open to it, you're going to catch. Yes. So I believe like, with the animals, what they're seeing that there's things that animals are being able to see that we would never see their senses. Yeah. The crow in his eye, just small little detail, just a small glimpse of his eye. You see what he's seen that the rest of the humans cannot see. Yes. And I think that's the beautiful part about this show. The movie was sensational, dude. I loved it. I mean, even the smallest things like you were talking about being open-minded to catch it. Don't be a simp. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that one's not so um, easily missed right. That one's right in front of you They're really telling you not to be a simp in this movie Dude, I think Red Nims was like I gotta help the anime community out a little bit here Because we're kind of getting off track with all these OnlyFans And like these e-girls Stop being a simp Like they show yeah, you this sim- guy Simps never win, especially they, in this movie Dog, speaking of that Do I do I have to update the people what happened with me in this gym oh, girl? you got to Do I have to now? You have to The all people right. are waiting for it So, okay Long story short um, I didn't see her the day after, with the gym and everything, I told you about the story. So the day after that, I saw her truck outside next to mine when I was leaving the gym. So I thought, 
why don't I do something fun, right? Like just to, to test the waters to see how yeah. she is. So I go in my car. I was like, do I have a pen and paper? And I was like, oh, I actually have a pen. Oh, I have half a blank sheet of thing from like a, a freaking oil change at CarMax. Let's rip it in half. So I wrote her a cute, a cute little note, right? I was like, hey, I was like, dear girl with the cool truck. And I was like, hey, it's uh, it's the guy that thought you're, you know, blah, 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 blah. I didn't see you in the gym today, but I still uh, something, something, something. Uh, I thought I had a pen and a paper. So why not write you a note, leave you my number, hit me up. Let's get a workout in. I'd still love to do one, right? I thought it was a fun idea. Tim now, instantly yeah. as said. As soon as he texted me this, I was like, no, yeah. you can't do this. Why? It's all about the game, Alex. And I mean, in today's society, I hate to say it, but you have to play games to win. I don't like playing these games, Tim. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. Oh, uh, Tim. The li- life's a game. I'm not trying to play games with women that I'm trying to have a relationship or a friendship with. And that's why you got to keep updating the story oh, and see what gosh. happens. Okay, so basically I leave the note. I don't, uh, she doesn't text me. I don't hear from her. Another day goes by. I go to the gym and she's there. And so she's working out across the gym doing her thing. I'm doing mine. So I was like, you know what? If she's close to me on the way out, I'll go say what up. Because it's, I, you know, it felt weird. Like she didn't come say hi or anything, right? So like maybe she didn't like the note. So I get changed, do my stuff. And I'm walking out, and of course, she's right towards the front. So I was like, you know what? F it. I'll go say what's up. So I did. I walked up. I was like, hey, how you doing? She's like, hey, good. How was your workout? I was like, good. How was yours? She's like, oh, it was good. It was a little bit of a pause there, like an awkward pause. I was like, all right, I'll ask. I was like, did you see the note that I left on your chunk? Yeah, I saw it. I have a boyfriend. The switch up. Instant. Real quick. Instant switch up. So I laughed. <laughs> I literally laughed, and I was like, ha. Oh, okay. I, I was just trying to see if we could get a workout to get to know you a little bit better, but no worries. Thanks for letting me know. And then so I walked out. You know, <laughs> I don't know what else to say, but Tim, to me, the craziest part is you are right. That was definitely probably for her a red flag where she was like, oof, like I don't know about this guy. Why is he leaving a note on my car? Which I thought, who the F leaves notes anymore? Yeah, I tried to just do something Nowadays I've seen a scent, scent mentality. Oh my God. Leaving notes and scent mentality? putting it on her car. Yeah. Dude, I was one note. I left it to be funny. I left a funny little thing in there. It wasn't no simpy. That's the way women take it. Dog. That's insane to me. I mean, nowadays you have to be so uninterested in a woman just to get her interest. Yeah, I don't play So it's so backwards. I mean, nowadays we're just going back and forth and playing games like we're still teenagers in high school. Dog, I, I don't have time for this. My, I, my life is too busy. I have too much I'm working on. I'm not going to play a stupid game with some young girl at a gym. So to me, you know what it was? Save me time. Now I know. Don't do anything. That's what I'm going to do moving forward, Tim. Nothing. Yeah, eventually the right girl is going to come around. It's all about letting time heal all Understandable. And, Understandable. And, and doing it the right way, like you're saying. Yeah. Like, make it to where you know she'd enjoy it rather than taking the risk. I get you. I'm just that kind of guy, man. I live my life. You're a busy man. You're a very busy I man. I get you. But I live my life, like, on fourth speed. I never start off at first. I'm full send, dude. If I see something, I enjoy it. I'm going to have fun with it. If you're not about it, hey, there's another guy out there that's not going to care and treat you like crap. I'm all about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Well, I just had to update the fans because apparently... Don't, don't be Tim, a simp. Yeah. Just connecting it to Suzume. Uh, don't, don't be a simp because uh, even in Suzume, one of the main characters' aunts uh, has a guy at work that's a big fan of hers and he does too much. You can tell. He's doing too much. And she's like, just chill. And then who does she end up uh, kind of vibing with? The cool uh, young guy. Yeah, the man with the convertible yeah. and the, the man who's easygoing, yes. taking breaks, yep. just listening to his music. Not even simping. Yep. Just enjoying himself. That's all it comes down to. 
So I, I think speaking about that, like, yes. can we just give a shout out to all the characters in the show? Like, please. I mean, first of all, you get random characters that are coming in and like, they're just being friendly. Yes. Like I was telling you, I was like, we would never see that over here in our, our country. Like Dog. helping a person out when they need somewhere to stay, giving them food, offering a place of, you know, just to, like to sleep, to sleep. Exactly. Picking like, them up in the rain, driving them somewhere. Offering a pair of clothes. Dog. Yeah. Because so actually, many people along the way just were helping out yes. in so many different ways. And that was amazing to me, too, that you bring that up. Because she goes on an adventure to chase down something. So she's traveling through all of Japan, going to different places, different continents, on a boat, and a car, everywhere. And everywhere she's going, she runs into people. And every person she runs into is extremely nice. The culture is so involving and inviting. They're like, oh, yeah, what are you doing? Oh, you want some food? Yeah, come back. I'll get you some food. Oh, you need somewhere to sleep? I got you. Take a sleep off. And then she babysits some kids because the lady's giving her a drive. And then she ends up like working at the bar. Like it's like it was so cool to see that the culture is so prevalent in Japan where the history is there and it's respect. It's family. It's community oriented. So they always help one another. That's why in Japan, and I love this, girls can go out super young, get trashed, and don't have to worry about walking home at night because they'll get home safe. They have nothing to worry about because everyone watches for one another. Little kids who are five and six, four sometimes, three, they'll have yellow vests on to show them they're young and they're out in the open, but they'll go run errands for their parents and go to the grocery store and do stuff. And then if they have a yellow vest on, it means to help them if they need help. How crazy is that? Yeah, it's a different culture out there. And I mean, it's about receiving uh, generosity, but also giving it back. So yes. everything she received in the movie, she also repaid it back. And she was able to do a lot of things for other people and vice versa. Yes. And if you stay after the credits, like during the credit scenes and stuff, it shows you that where they go back to every person they met and how they think. It was just it was so cool to watch the movie. It's so full circle the way it starts has a pivotal point towards the end of the show. And it's so cool because to me, it was one of those things I've always thought like, as we go through life and we go through so many experiences to different adventures, different places, you can never lose the kid inside of you and you can never stop believing in the person you've become and it's all because of the start and where you're going. So it's kind of like those things where it's like, would the younger you be proud of you now? Would you in 10 years from now still be happy with the person you are? You know, like, and it was really cool to see they do a tie and a spin, like, on the whole time. It's just, it's so well done, dude. I loved it. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I mean, like we say, we're trying to stay as spoiler free as possible. Right, but right. It's really hard because there's a lot of themes that we want to talk about that you really can't dive deep without yeah. spoilers. So just know that there's a lot of mystical elements, a lot of love yes. interest in there then there's the growing up side yes. of things yes wanting to be someone and then oh man just so many different themes and it's great genres that they touch on so it was it was awesome and i love how the love isn't the biggest focus because like in your name that's the pivotal thing and weathering with you it was a big driving force to why he wanted to save her the whole sacrificing this one this one it's not the main focus which i liked it's a part of it but it's not the main focus it's something entirely that's what i'm telling you like i took it as how people heal from grieving, how people heal from trauma and things that are disastrous and things that are monumental. And they twisted it in to such an amazing animation style that like I was telling you, they integrated some CGI scenes beautifully with the anime style. The layered effect you were talking about. Yeah, the way they did the CGI was like, they blended it so well with the 2D animation. Where oh. It would transition between the two and it was so 
spot on where like you couldn't tell the difference almost honestly in some points. I could agree. It yeah. was so good, dude. I loved it. I would say easily, Tim, 10 out of 10. Easily 10 out of 10. Yeah, There's nothing wrong. Whether you watch it sub or dub, you're going to have a great, great time, great experience, but make sure to watch it IMAX yes. if you can. Well, weathering you're watching it with you or yourself. See, I did there? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, either way, you'll love it. So I think that to be open-minded, and we had that conversation in the Discord because Space Cowboy asked us in the Patreon. He was like, what's everybody's rating for your name or weathering with you and everything? It's really cool to see that everyone has a type of preference. How does a show hit to you? How do you relate to it? That's why I love Violet Evergarden, the character growth. You know, it's just, it's really cool to see how people get something from a movie. And I think that's why I would rate this movie so high is because there's something for everyone. Yes. There's going to be a theme that's going to touch you, whether it's the growing up, you know, with a family member that's not really a family member. There's deeper themes that it really touches on in just small moments, but it's never an overarching thing or overlasting where you feel like it's the whole point of the movie. But just enough to like give you little tidbits and make you feel like, oh, I'm a part of that. Well said. Look at you. You're like a natural all of a sudden. Uh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> well, I'm trying to butter you up before your hot takes yeah. because you got some hot ones too. So then let's do this then, Tim, because I don't want to go too deep into it like you said. So anime movie wise, do you have a top five anime movies that you've seen in your life? Uh, Yeah. Off the top of my head. Yes. Um, what do you have? What are five that come to mind? Asylum Voice. Oh, number one. Yes. Uh, Suzume actually is going to be in there now. How is it not? Kaguya-sama, the first, really? first kiss never ends. Oh, you're such a simp. I'm such a simp. <laughs> I would say Weathering With You. Oh. And Princess Mononoke. Really? In my top five. Yeah. No love for Violet Evergarden, huh? I love Violet Evergarden, the movie. Don't get me wrong, but it's just maybe nostalgia with some of these picks and personal biases. No, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, that's that's a solid list. Um, damn, off the top. Silent Voice is number one. I have a hard time thinking that anything can beat that movie because it really just comes down to a simple sentence of you're good enough. You're worth it. Because he went through so much in his life. He X'd out society. Everybody around him. Everybody had X's because he wasn't good enough anymore. He wasn't. He didn't feel like he was worthy of living after what he did. And just, oh, dude, I can go on and on I about mean, that. Yeah, that movie's something you put on for anybody of any age, and they could get the deeper meaning behind oh, it. Oh, God. It's beautiful. Oh, man. Definitely that one. In order from like two to five, I'm not sure if I'd have it. I know your name's in there. I know Josie the Tiger and the Fish is in there. I loved that Another movie. Another great movie. Dog. The meaning behind that one, too. Yeah. Giving up on your dreams. Selling out for something. What else is there? What happens when tragedy strikes you and you were the one that was trying to inspire others? How do you carry yourself? Like, oh, dog. That movie hits so hard. Oh, my God. Um, so that's three. I would have to say it's tough to not put Violet Evergarden in there. I love the movie and everything that's done to me. But if I'm keeping it consistent to, like, one-off movies that aren't connected, that's tough, dude. I mean, how do you not like Spirited Away? How do you not give love to yeah, Studio Ghibli? That's a classic that everyone talks about, enjoys, and it's still to this day something you could put on and feel the same way you felt the first time you watched it. How do you not give love to Studio Ghibli? Like their whole empire is 
it's out of this world when you think about it. Like they're their own brand. <laughs> like yeah, they they're almost as big as Disney when it comes yes. to like animated films. Dude, they literally came out one time. We're like, yeah, we're not even anime. We're our own thing. It's like, I, mean, I can't even hate on you. You guys literally are. Um, how many did I give you there? Three, four. Did I give you four? Oh gosh, for a fifth one, that is tough, dude. I mean, you haven't even mentioned Suzumi yet. I and know. You did have it above your name, so it would have to be in the top five then. Now, yeah, it literally would. I was thinking about some like that just hit my heart, like Grave of Fireflies. Oh God, dude! You know how heartfelt that movie is. I don't think I could ever sit down and watch it again, but it's a good movie. If you ever watch that movie and don't cry, you have no soul. That's for sure. No I would soul. ask you to definitely look in the mirror and ask yourself some questions. You might not see anything when you look there, but you might look at them. Dude, for sure, for sure. So then with all of that, the anime movie we got down, go out and watch Suzume. You, you guys, I'm just telling you, don't wait for it to stream. Go spend the money. You will oh, definitely, definitely worth it. You won't be disappointed. I wish I could watch it again like you. But then real quick before we leave, sub or dub, which way was better? So I would have to say sub only because there's certain parts of the movie where like there's text messages or a song playing where if you watch it sub, you would get the little translations for those. Right, right. Whereas you're watching it dub, they don't translate it. So it's just a little bit extra that they go out of their way for in the sub where dub, you kind of miss out on that. Yeah. I also, I told you this, I know it's small. But the dub was great. Sure. I didn't really like Suzume's voice much. I personally, I felt like she was a little too old for the character, but you said in the sub side, it was kind of the same. She sounded a little bit older. Yeah, she's in more the mature. sub, she sounded mature as well, so right. I feel like that's just a director's that's choice. That's fine. That's fine. I'm cool with that. Th- this is such a small thing, but like it really sticks out to me, Tim. I miss, you know, like, ikatakimash, like, thank you for the food. Oh, yeah. They don't translate it and act it in English the same way it would be in the sub side, and it pisses me off because, like, I feel like you mentioned, we don't do it here. So like, why would we make a character on the dub side do it, right? I, I don't like that because it's like, it's weird. Yeah, it's taken away from the original source and yes. changing it. Yes. Like you even said there was a part where she runs back to this area where it's like the ruins and she's running through there looking for the guy. And in the other one, she's like, hey, guy, are you here? Are you there? I feel like a stalker. Yeah. But like in the other one on the sub side, you said she was like, hey, handsome. Like, are you still here or something? Yeah, she called him by Mr. Handsome in yes. the sub version where in the dub version, she didn't say that. So it's just minor details like that, like has you scratching your head, like why change it? Yeah, There's and I really mean, no point, but I've always been the kind of guy, Tim, where I always say watch anime your way, love it the way you want. But if you ask me which one is better, it's hard to not go with the way it's meant to be made. Subside. You know what I'm saying? Like with the culture, with the tie, with the voice acting. It's hard. And we've talked about this too. This is a quick little segue. You even brought it up. You said if you go back to a lot of animes from the past, the dub side, it is not the same like it is today. Yeah, first hot take already off the Give bat. Give it to me right so, now. So basically, Tim is saying modern day dub acting is garbage compared to back in the day. It's gotten worse. Which I wouldn't say it's garbage, but I mean nowadays you well, don't ever hear you, know you don't saying? ever hear an anime say, "Oh, it was better in dub." Modern anime, there's no shows that are coming out where they're like, "The dub is better than the sub." But I think back 10, 15, maybe even 20 years ago, you're talking about Dragon Ball Z dub. Yes. You're talking about Yu Yu Hakusho dub. Yes. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yes. I mean, even Soul Eater, Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, they all had arguments for the dub. Spice and Wolf. Spice and Wolf. And that was almost 15 years ago now, too. And now we're looking at it, and I don't remember the last time someone said, you know what? You should watch the dub over the sub. Not that it's, I'm not saying dubs are bad. They just haven't 
been better than a sub version. And what's crazy is you think it would start upgrading, right? With time and especially how anime is growing out here. But you know what I think it is? I think it's changed now to where back then anime wasn't prevalent. So if you were somebody being a voice actor for anime back then, it's because you loved anime. I think now people are getting into it because it's popular. So a lot of these voice actors that might do other stuff, they're like, oh yeah, I'll do anime too. Why not? Just voice acting. But to other people, it was the character. Like, you know, like they became the character. Yeah, the people who were voice acting back then really loved what they were doing. And you could see it in their performance. Yes. Where nowadays it just feels like another voice. Well, see, that's not even a hot take. I agree with you. I agree with your first hot take. Uh, like I told people, I don't have hot takes. I just spit facts. <laughs> that saying the truth seems crazy in a world full of lies. I see what you're doing there. I see what you're doing. I mean, are they really hot takes if they're honest and they're facts? No. I'm not too sure. So. That's, no, that's a good point. I'll just let you know if they're hot or not because, okay. you know, I'll have the meter of hotness. So, Tim, we got the movie out there. I got to know a little bit of your taste about your hot anime movie list and everything. We have both agreed that the dub side and voice acting is not so growing as it should be. I feel like it should be a little bit better, especially in today's age with how anime is getting more popular. Uh, let's start with this one. Give me something in anime that makes you hot. What is something that you're very topical about? It could be either a show that gets overly, like people say it's one of the greatest things and you think it isn't that great. Give me a couple shows you can think of. Uh, as far as shows that I think aren't as great as people talk about, yes. we got Demon Slayer. Oh! We got Rising of the Shield Hero. Okay. Blue Hold Lock. Oh! I mean, I could keep going, but we'll just we'll let focus me, on Let me digest three. those three first, okay. okay? So, Demon Slayer, I'm glad you said it. I agree. I think it's overly hyped over. It's something that is overly simped. I think it's so generic and basic. The only thing about it that's cool is the animation. Other than that, it's literally just Kamitsu no Yaiba. Everybody sucks on the the tickle of that. I don't get it, dude. I mean, I understand the animation and like everyone falling in love with it. Because don't get me wrong, I love the animation. I think every time there's a great fight, oh, perfect. But the story itself and the fact that they want you to care for these demons and they give you a backstory for them, I'm like, uh, who cares? It Dang. doesn't touch me. It doesn't get me emotionally invested. Tanjiro is a cool character, but. He doesn't do anything over the top where I'm like, oh, he's Aaron Yeager or something like that. That's fair. So I just feel like Demon Slayer gets carried by its animation and the story's a little lackluster. And the main character is just a really good guy. Yeah. That's been different. Enough. The same protagonist we've seen in every other anime. Facts. So there's nothing unique about it besides the animation. So, so one nothing could argue unique. if they didn't have it, it wouldn't be anything special. Yeah. If the animation wasn't on point, it would just be another bottomless anime. I could agree. And you don't want to know why we say that? What do they do every time they release a movie now? They give you about half of it, which is just catching you back up on what you already saw in the season, right? And the worst part, we're going to get like two or three more of those. <laughs> not we. I'm not going. <laughs> okay. So I agree with you on that one. Now, sir, you better back the F up. Rising of the Shield Hero, before season two ever came out, you were still on board saying it wasn't that great, huh? Even on the first season, the first episode had me hooked. That was about 90 minutes of greatness. An hour, but Okay. We'll say yeah, that's true. Sixty. We'll say that the first episode, the first maybe even eight episodes, it was spot on. Right. But as it kept going, it got worse and worse and worse and worse. So you're talking the about characters, like the, Philo the side thing characters are not that interesting. No one really cares about Philo. They weren't progressing in the story. They weren't killing anybody. The other, um, I forget what they are. Heroes. Like the waves. Right? Yeah. Coming from the or waves. No, the other heroes. The sword. The yes. Um, oh, you're talking arrow. about the ones. Bow, sword, shield. Yeah, I felt Lance. like they didn't really do anything. They were just there in the background for most of the first season. 
and they didn't have a real big part. So I just felt like the whole show itself like could have been structured better. Wow. Background characters could have been used more often. And so I just said that it was a lackluster first season. And now look, everyone comes around after their second well, season and yeah, was, everyone's not talking about it no more. Yeah, so. it, was, it was really bad. That second season was not good. But how dare you fanda and slander the name of Naofumi and uh, Raftalia? Those are two great characters. Naofumi was mar marked as a rapist and he did nothing wrong. Naofumi was a man trying to survive in a world he didn't ask to be in. And then Raftalia... She willingly was like, give me my, my slave crest back, Poppy. Raphalia is a female out. simp. I mean, yeah, I, uh, definitely. I mean, she's just all over him, doesn't yes. do anything. No. No character progression for herself. But see, didn't you say, though, that's what you're supposed to do to women? He didn't do anything for her. He didn't care about her. Literally was just using her. And guess what? She loved it. Isn't that modern women? Yeah. But <laughs> see? She, he doesn't really care for her as much. That's what I'm saying, though. But isn't that what you said to do with women nowadays? Just don't care about them. And now, look, you have a rough tally if you just don't care. I figured out the game. You just blew my mind. Tim, it's I need that, to be like... It's that easy. It's I need, that easy. I need to be now for Stop me. caring, and you'll have rough tallies. Care, and you'll be like Alex. No! She has a boyfriend. Oh, God! Tim, that hurt. I'm sorry. That's okay. Well done by you. That was a good little jab. I will say, though, Rising the Shield Hero did wet the bed. As soon as it was, it's turtle time, I dipped out. I haven't been back since. Absolute garbage. Blue Lock, though? Really? I mean, I see Blue Lock getting a lot of hype, but I feel like the biggest problem with these sports shows is that they don't know what they're trying to do. Are they trying to be realistic, or are they trying to go with some superpowers? Because, I mean, even the last few episodes of Blue Lock, I mean, I'm not trying to spoil too, too much, but these guys never miss a goal. Is that realistic? No. I know Ronaldo's missing goals. I know Messi's missing goals. Yes. These guys, like, superpower performance to the max mode. I don't know. They cannot miss. So they have superpowers. So they have superpowers, but they try to make the show seem like it's a realistic thing that's going uh, on in the real world of Japan. Well, it's kind of like they're just trying to set the premise for you to get involved. Like, they want you to feel attached to, like, it, this is real. But it's, you know, it's not. I mean, maybe I'm being a little too harsh and i'm hot take over analyzing it but hot take i just feel like there's a lot of um characters in there that just make it make sense all right that's, that's fair. my biggest thing is like i want to show that relates to actual soccer where i feel like the characters do what actual soccer stars would do no that's fair i like that okay what other shows do you think are a little bit hyped because you said those were three right there what else can you think oh, off the top man off the top yeah what other shows do you think just get too much love or not as great as people say they are well, I kind of want to do the opposite, if you don't mind. Oh, please. I think fairy tale gets way too much hate. <gasps> and this is an even bigger thing where I think fan service is not that bad. Interesting. I feel like a lot of people hate on fan service on if it just has it in the show, it's automatically a bad thing. I feel like fairy tale is a better story than Demon Slayer. Dang, that's actually true. And I feel like it just gets a lot of hate for their for their power system and for their fan service. Well, you know, a lot of people do hate on the fan service for some reason. I mean, you show me some big titties and I'm not getting upset. <laughs> I'm just that's, saying. That's, that's, a, that's a fair point. So you think fairy tale is overhated then? Yeah, shows like fairy tale. Sword Art Online? Eden Zero, Sword Art Online, High School of the Dead. Ooh. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of fan service in these shows. Even I hear One Piece hate. And I know you hate it for completely different reasons, but fair. I don't want to see no fan service in One Piece, but you got to understand that that's just a part of their culture too, yes. as yes. well. Just the same way we love all their other things in their culture, whether yes. they're 
blessing their food or whether they're going to sports festivals and all these other things. That, oh, yeah. That's just festivals. their culture. Yeah. And so who are we to be like, oh, no, take that off. Change it. Right. No, but that's a fair point because a lot of people hate on that thing where they're like, oh, they're still in high school. The dating and like legal age limit is different in some places in Japan than here. I think for them, some places like 16 is consent age, whatever it is. So like I keep telling people, yeah, it might not be the same for you here, but you got to remember that's a different culture. You can still have your own beliefs and what you want, but you shouldn't let it take away from the overall purpose of the story. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I completely agree. And that's why I think when people would bring down a show just because of its fan service, I think that's something that we got to look back as a community and really analyze it for what it is. I agree. I, I agree. Fire Force, you know, like the fan service in there is probably terribly done. Yeah. But it doesn't ruin the show. It's still a great show well, aside from the fan service. Okay. I, I I didn't get into it. I was not a fan of Fire Force. Was it because of the fan service? No. It was just more so I didn't care for the whole plot line. I didn't care about these firefighters who fight fire, which are just demons starting fire because it's people combusting. I was like... Okay, that's kind of cool. And then he just smiles the whole time, and then you find out why. Is his brother alive? You find out why. It was just. It now, was would cool. you say it has a better story than Demon Slayer? Yes. Okay. See, there we go. There's some people who would argue that Demon Slayer is better just because. No, there's no way. Yeah. Uh, all that has happened in Demon Slayer is Tanjiro was chopping wood, comes back, everyone's dead, one sister's still alive, she's a demon now. Let's go kill the main dude. That's all it was. The end. It was that simple. Yeah. I could even argue Jujutsu Kaisen. Very simple start too. Guy's literally in his grandpa's bed. He's dying. Go be great. Here's a finger. Ate it. Now I'm on the team. I mean, I don't want to hate on Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm not hating. I'm saying about storyline. It was a simple storyline that simple got story. into the story. But I don't think simple stories always mean bad. I just no. feel like, even like with Demon Slayer High said that, I just feel like it gets overhyped. No, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. I'm just saying that a lot of the time, the hype takes away from the initial things that should give it the hype. So for example, Hell's Paradise, which is out right now. It's like a few episodes out. That first episode is intoxicating. They hit you with so much right off the get-go. You're like, where is this going to go? That stuff intoxicates me. You have to hit me off strong. With Jujutsu Kaisen, the thing that carries it is the martial arts, the characters, Gojo, everybody simps over Gojo, and the way that the fights go. But the storyline itself was very generic in the beginning until you actually know the depth of the story. Like I was looking into it, and this is all based off of actual lore. Like that there is an actual, whatever the guy's name is that's inside of the main dude, because I haven't really kept up with it, but the one that eats the finger, that guy that's- Sasuna. Yeah, the guy that's inside of him, that's based on an actual demon in the culture that's wrapped up in all of that stuff. and fa- Like it's based off of history and heritage. Like that, that's dope. I will give it props for that, for jujitsu. Absolutely. Yeah, that's something that we wouldn't even know, but like you said, you done the research I did, and you yeah. saw that. So like we're not even comprehending that. Whereas Japanese fans who see this and watch it, they understand that yes. part of the history about it. That's why I'm saying like, if you can go into it and actually give me a lot of depth and back to it, then I'll overlook a shitty start. Because again, Jiu-Jitsu was very quick and got into it quickly. My grandpa yeah, died. I think it takes a little bit while for Jujutsu Kaisen to pick up. Sure. Once sure. you get the backstories on some of the characters sure. and you start bringing in more of the characters, that's when it really starts to get going. Right. And some people actually have in a lot of listings I've seen the Jujutsu Kaisen movie as a top 10 movie, which is pretty impressive, if I may say. I mean, it's hard to put Shonen Jump movies in top sure. 10 because sure. they're their own category, I believe, because you got movies like Dragon Ball Super Broly, yes. Boruto, like a bunch of great movies out there, but they're more of its own genre. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Well then, so this is a fun one then too. So that's overhyped animes that are overhyped animes that you're not a fan of, overhated animes that you think that shouldn't be, 
What else do you got in there? What else is locked away with Tim's hot takery? What else you got that you can throw me? I mean, this one's going to be kind of crazy, but okay. I, I feel like shonen animes actually have some of the best love stories between them. Now that's crazy. Now I know you're the slice of life king, so-called. So It's like Kobe. I'm yeah, self-proclaimed. Yeah, yeah. You know? Self, self-proclaimed. But, but everybody I mean, loved Kobe uh, even though know, he did it. Uh, uh, what do you mean? Everybody loved Kobe when he did it? What's on your left I'm, arm right now? Kobe tattoo. Thank you. Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. Yeah. The Black Mamba. So, I mean, when we look at, let me just give an easy example that everyone might know. Floor is yours. Winry and Elric. Their relationship uh, is as good or better than most romance or slice of life. Okay, that's couples. a hot take. Why, why would you disagree? How much love do you really see between them? All she does is But what you see is genuine love. At the end, most of what you see is just her showing up to fix his stuff. And then just being like an older sister, like, stop breaking my stuff. Like, you know, the, like you would do as kids. Okay, what's the difference between that and Nagatoro and whoever and Senpai? Ooh, so you're talking about... I'm just giving you one okay, example. Okay, okay. Well, that's a fun question because it is the same. It's like an overly looking like a a dramatized Sundir kind of a thing. But if you look back when we're kids, we usually pick on the ones that we liked. It's like you'd push the girl you thought was cute or you'd, you'd ignore the guy or try to be mean to the guy that you like. So I get that. I see that. The difference I would say is, is that you kind of are saying you like more of the subtlety with Winry and Edward because of that aspect within the show. How it's not a main focal point. It's there, but it's not really focused on. And then when it is shown, you're saying it's more powerful than a whole show can be that's a rom-com based on romance. Yeah, it's just that they don't need to always be expressing their love 24-7 for you to understand that their love goes deeper than most characters in another show or for a different slice of life anime that are out there. I think of Yusuke and Keiko, one of my favorite. Wow. I think they're the greatest couple of all time. All time? All time. But I understand that they don't need to have their own show just about them too. But for every single moment that you get between the two of them, it's like a slice of life on steroids. Damn, Tim, that's a hot take, dude. All time. You're telling me then, like Clannad, that that kind of a romance, it's not the same. It's not as good. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's, okay. I wouldn't say it's not as good. I'm just saying there's shows out there like, let me think. Um, what kind of ones? Horimiya. Horimiya is a Horimiya, show Horimiya, right. Horimiya. I feel Higihori. Higihori is another one or um, even Quintessential Quintuplets. Wow. I didn't like... I mean, it's going to be mad spoilers, but I don't like who he ends up with. I mean, and nobody does. I feel like it could have just been done better. Their That's, relationship in that movie, in that series, wasn't shown as good as some Shonen Jump protagonists. Damn, Tim, really? Yeah. What about that one show we watched where it was like the younger sister uh, koiko yes uh that's a great show recommend it for anyone who likes hidden gem animes come on that's a great romance right i'm not gonna say they're all better it's just some of them most of them really it goes back and forth i mean kaguya sama love is war oh is my come favorite. on you're biased with that one yeah, come on it's a slice of life romance comedy where i would say that's one of the best couples of all time wow but what they, about lawrence and holo from spice and wolf they're a great couple. That's an amazing couple. They're up there. I would say um, Okabe and... Oh, Karisu? Karisu, yes. Of well, course, those Steinsgate. are freaking, that's a That's a couple, too. I even enjoy Asuna and Kirito. 
Amazing couple. Yeah. I feel like they get a lot of hate, but they're a great couple. But I'm thinking of couples like Natsu and Lucy from Fairy Tale. Okay. Or I'm thinking about Shinky and Rebecca from Eden Zero. Oof. Shows that people wouldn't really consider a romance or a slice of life, but their couples are just as great. Damn, Tim. That It's just hard to get on board with thinking that you think shonens have better love stories than a rom-com would. When the whole purpose of a rom-com is to be a romantic comedy or a romance. I mean, when we think about romances, I could probably only give you about a solid like five or ten. Oh, Tim. Off the top of my head. I can't, Tim. I can't even think of more than that. What about Orange? Did you ever see Orange? Haven't watched it. What? No. What about, uh, I think it's like the flower one. Like when the flower blooms or whatever it is. It's like the one with the girl with the white hair and she ends up like, I don't want to spoil anything, but. Man, another one I just haven't seen. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, I love my romances. I mean, Suki Gakide is a really good one about two uh, younger kids falling in love in middle school. I like After the Ringing. What about Your Lion April? That's a great romance. There you go. See? I got you with one. I can keep going, but I feel like, Tim, you just, your personal bias is showing. I feel like, okay, but then you got couples like Maka and Soul from Soul Eater. Like, just as great as a couple, I would argue, as the couple in your life. Dang. It's just not as shown as prominent as your life, but I feel like as far as couples go, they're just as strong. Tim, you know what I figured out? Go ahead. I don't think you like PDA. I don't think you like public display of affection. I think that's what this is. You like to be more recluse. You like to be more on the back burner. You like to be more passionate behind closed doors. You don't like when it's all up in everybody's face and bibbity-bobbity the whole time. Yeah, keep it in the background. <laughs> okay, I'll let you slide on that one. What else you got? What other something hot that you can give me for your your Tim's wheels of hot takery? I don't know. You tell me. You guys always say I have really bad hot takes. <laughs> I feel like I don't feel like they're hot takes. But what are some hot takes you feel like I had? Mm, that's a good question. So you think again? Shonens have better love stories than a lot of rom coms. You said that some shows that are underhated sometimes they're overhated. Okay. I just thought of another one then. Okay. I feel like Attack on Titan is above Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and is the greatest story ever told in anime. Oh, I want to say greatest story of all time because I would put that for One Piece, but that's Damn, on the manga really? manga side of things. But as far as anime, Attack on Titan's got to be the greatest story ever told. Even though it's not completed. Even though it's not completed. So with Just the, where we're at right now. Okay. With the completion of Attack on Titan, whichever way it goes. Whichever way. Aaron already won because he did everything he wished. Brought freedom for everybody. The freedom to make the choice. Freedom to do what you want. I'm doing the rumbling. You either stop me or I stop everybody. Team Aaron until we die. Oh, dude. Jaeger's till I die. For yeah. sure. I love the guy. He's, he's literally one of the greatest characters I've ever seen, if not greatest. You think that no matter how this ends now, and again, I don't know how it ends. I've never read the manga. I've never looked up spoilers. If you tell me anything, anybody, anywhere, I will delete you from my life. So you're saying no matter what happens, it's already definitively the best anime that's made. I feel like regardless of how they go with the ending. It's not going to make or break it, huh? It's going to be the best anime of all time. The greatest story of all time. The journey has been amazing. Better than Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. As far as storytelling. Sure, sure. Because right now, you know that I have that as the best one I've seen. 
Because out of all the shows I've seen, completion-wise, start to finish, the storyline, everything, open-mindedness, what it shows you, layers, the brothers, the side characters, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is in a league of its own. Yeah, it might sound like I'm bagging on Full Metal Alchemist. Like, no, no, no it's still a-, a top five anime. It's one of my all-time favorite animes, and I feel like it's like we were discussing with the films earlier. Like, they're both ten out of ten. Right. So right. it's not like we're shitting on one to bring one no, higher. No, it's not more at like. All. If I just had to give an opinion, I would put Attack on Titan ahead of it. Wow. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait still because I have to see how this closes. Regardless, the journey, it's always the journey. The journey is beautiful. The so destination. up to the point it's at right now and you know it's about the end. Yes. Would you have it above Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Oh, man. If I had to choose right now, I could probably say yes. Fair enough. I'm just thinking about everything that's happened. It's been insane, this whole ride. From start to finish, and I feel like Attack on Titan is one of those series where you really have to binge it. You have to. To really get a grip on what it's trying to tell you and what it's doing with the storytelling, where I feel like the same way with Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, but I feel like maybe um, with Full Metal, we know how it's in, and it's not going to get any better than what it is. Right. Attack on Titan still has room to get better, or worse, possibly. Right. We'll have to wait and see, but... I have a feeling they're going to do justice. I have, I have two. That's why they're waiting another six months to finish this, is to get it all animated correctly and get it done. Yeah, so, of course. This is a great question, though, then, to like kind of pivot off of that. People have been on social media, we talked about this live, uh, last podcast, have been trying to make the argument that they're milking, that f- uh, basically Attack on Titan is milking the show because they want to prolong the end of it. I argue this is not milking. Milking is something more, I would say, like... a what freaking One Piece is doing. They're just going to keep going and going How and going. is One Piece milking? Quite simple. Okay. The fact is, you can end it a long time ago. You they don't c- need to go every single island, every single adventure. Every and why not? S- why? Yeah. What's the point? I mean, there's people who work at their job for 50 years. They could leave anytime they want, but they enjoy their job. They want to stay there. Good analogy. They got benefits. They you got a why? lot of stuff. Why? They know nothing else. If they ended their job, they would die in a year. But if you're happy with where you're at, why do you need something else? Ignorance is bliss. That's all you know. So unless you know, know, you will never know. Yeah. So for example, you were saying with these people who stay at their jobs, do it, they're happy, they retire, they'll live another 10 years and eventually die. Crow their life right? was great. Yep. Right. But that's all they knew. So they were fine with it and they were content. Okay. I argue I want people to be more passionate and demand for themselves a better life. So for example... Money doesn't create happiness. I agree with that. That's just another form of financial freedom, right? I've always said that to you too. If you can gain financial freedom, you can do a lot more in your life. Less worries in the sense of financial things, which is great. Shouldn't have to stress about money. I just think that when you do the same thing every single day and you watch the same show every single day for as long as it's been, there's a term called insanity, right? It's where you do the same thing every single day and expect to change. I can argue that people who are so invested into One Piece are technically a little insane. The fact that you want something to keep going and going and going and going, to what avail? To what? The what is only the argument I have is that it's getting better and better. There is a change. It's not staying the same. Okay. The writing's gotten better. The story's gotten better. The characters have gotten better. Okay. So you said the story hasn't changed. Is his same objective the same since he started? The overall objective. So yes. it hasn't changed. It has it's just in certain detours. Ways. Okay. Yeah. So you're telling me if I'm going to drive to Seattle, right? Okay. And we wanted to get there and we could, I looked at the map. If we straight shot it to Seattle, we could be there in two days, right? Three days, whatever it is. 
But if we do detours, if we stop, go to different people's houses, meet them, their families, go down their family's path, go to their family's house, their family's adventures, go back on our path. Now, you just said it's about the journey about 20 seconds ago okay. with Full Metal Alchemist but, Brotherhood and Attack on Titan. Okay, okay, but hold on. So, but when does the journey take away from the destination? It hasn't. So eventually you're telling me that when you make all of these stops to all of these different places, all of this time invested, and then you finally get to your destination, and it was a great time, you're going to say that that one trip, I'm fine with that only trip. When you could have taken plenty more and got inspired because of the things you've done. I mean, well, if that one trip was a life worth satisfying. Sure. Who am I to say yeah, otherwise? Then, of course, I'll be content. Right. I, so don't, who, I don't need to push for more and more if as long as I'm happy with what i have okay don't you think you can overstay your welcome though you can but okay. it hasn't reached that point i think for myself i don't know well can't don't speak you for think, everyone right but, but I, I wouldn't consider it milking but wouldn't you say though people are just so invested now they're just gonna stay no matter what no i wouldn't say that oh because i feel on. like if they start no one stays for a product that's inferior or a product that's not selling the goods that they need you want to talk about demon slayer again product I that's inferior all they have is flashy shit that looks good. We're going to talk about this again. I mean, I feel like with Demon Slayer, they they do offer a decent animation. They take advantage of you during their movies. They give you half of shit you've already seen. Really going to say that? Yeah, but eventually if they keep doing that and put out more and more movies, eventually people are going to stop going and watch the movie. <sighs> so if Dude, One Piece were to I fall think... off a cliff and start giving you bad storytelling, giving you bad decisions on the characters, terrible animation. But see, I think it that would fall off. Right, but I see I think that they're at a place now that no matter what they do, they can't do wrong because they figured out the formula. You want to know why I say that? I've mentioned this in a TikTok, but people's brains most of them were too small to understand what I was saying. We just saw a preview for Fast 10. Fast and the Furious 10. They figured out the formula. Do the same shit, change it up, add more characters, add more plot lines, add more objectives, new antagonists and just keep going. Yeah, but we also have other things like Scream movies. We got Saw movies that eventually after so many of them, they fell off. But they didn't find the formula. Certain things find the formula is what I'm saying. So Fast and the Furious, there's going to be plenty more if this one sells well too. So you see what I'm saying What's though? the formula of One Piece? The formula is you get people invested quickly into a show and character listing. And then what you do is have an objective that can have so many detours along the way that gives you now even more time to write more stories within stories. I'm not saying what they're doing is dumb. They're genius. This guy, who's the writer for this, Oda, I've said, Oda, Goda. Yes, Oda. I've said this before. This is a top five manga, and it'll forever be one. They figured out the formula. All I'm saying is from the anime side, you will never catch me saying it's one of the greatest shows made. I don't need that much. Whether we argue about greatest or not, I think the main point of the debate was milking and i don't feel like right. they got into the point of milking well i was coming back to it that's why i can never put it as one of the greatest shows because from an anime perspective it's milking the shit out of it because they're going to keep going and let the manga keep going and just keep following it and taking their time as for filler episodes they don't have that many like a hundred or something i've seen i'm just saying that as a milking content means when you have the criteria you found the formula and you keep going with it you can take it as long as you want now. They literally could spend another 10 years on this and people would stay for it. Again, it's not saying it's good or bad. They found the formula, so now they're going to milk the formula. Just like Fast and the Furious. It's a stupid concept, but guess what? People love it. I can sit down, turn my brain off, see some crazy cars jumping off of dams and going into space and submarines. They figured the formula. It's things you can't do, so they're going to keep doing it. 
So that's what my argument is with One Piece. I see milking as a term of saying, we're going to take advantage of a fan base by using what they love against them to keep them there and never ever going to say to themselves, are we ever going to end? Like, oh, in six years? Oh, okay, that's cool. But then they freak out over six months wait for Attack on Titan. You see the difference here? So if you're going to justify and try to say that Attack on Titan is milking, we got to really look at these other long shows then. Yeah, I don't Detective understand Conan? the arguments for Attack on Titan. I, I mean, but you see what just I'm give them the right? time, yeah. Okay. I mean, even if we look at Pokemon, Look at what they did. Uh, a thousand episodes, 26 years later. And you and saw we're the finally ending. finally get a new protagonist. Yeah. yeah. And you saw the ending. And they ended it the way it started. Yeah. Right? Because they Absolutely. knew. You know what they realized? We've milked it too long. We got to no, change there it. There is no more they could go with that story. They yeah. milked it too long. I mean, once Ash becomes champion and he becomes the greatest that's of all saying. time, that's it. So again, with Luffy, once he gets to that destination, there's no more. Yeah. So guess what if, they do? Prolong it. Milk it. Spend more time, like you're saying, on these islands, now, on these chapters. If the manga ever finishes for One Piece and the anime catches up and then they have a third protagonist or... That's called overdoing it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like so if, they, if they do Luffy's son, then I understand that's milking. Boruto. It. Yeah, Boruto's milking. I consider that overplaying your hand. Milking means you keep going with I what mean, you I, have. Dragon Ball Super is milking. I think it's again over, it's overdoing. Because I see what you're saying, like the milking, like you're going to keep going back even though the milk's gone. I get that. But maybe my terminology of milking is different. That's why I think me and people kind of disagree on it is that I see milking as like, you have a full jar of milk and instead of pouring me a cup, you're going to slow fill that cup halfway and they're going to say, drink it. And then I drink it and you're like, okay, I still want more. Then a little less than half cup and I'm going to drink it. And you'll be like, damn, that was good. I want some more. They never gave you a full cup. They're just going to keep giving you a little bit along the way. Never filling your cup, but giving you just enough to keep wanting more. That's what they do. That's milking it to me. That's what I personally consider milking. Maybe the terminology is different all that. That's fine. I just see, again, a show like One Piece, and I'll leave it here with it. When you can get to a destination quick, you can go there fast, but you take your time. That's storytelling. But when you spend an immaculate amount of time on every single island, boat's dead, new boat, character, character dead, new this, that... I understand why people say, Doc, there's so much depth. There's a thousand episodes. If there's not depth by now, what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I guess it is. it comes down to like a difference of opinions on sure, what milking is. Sure, sure, Like I would say milking for me is like they're offering you a good product and then it gets gradually worse and worse. Like they offer you that couple glass of milk. That's fair. And it's great. And then slowly it becomes less and less great after each taste. And they want you to say, keep coming back. Yeah, and they want you to keep coming back. I that's would say fair. that's milking. I agree with that. I just find it as like overplaying your hand. Like Boruto, I will never watch Boruto. Yeah, the I same have no way. Like, for that. I love Dragon Ball. I grew up on that. Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z. But no Dragon interest. Ball Super, I mean, it was not for me. Right. It was you something I didn't like. So that's why I always say like again, and it's like the time consumption wise. I'm always the guy that's going to say short animes over longer animes because you can do so much more in a short span. So like I told with Megas when I was here, Violet Evergarden, beautifully told, masterpiece, agree on? Masterpiece? Masterpiece, right. 10 out of 10. Without a short span. Then you can go to something like- Watch the movie. Right. Oh, God, dude. Do yourself a favor and watch it. It's all canon. It continues the story. How about we go to this one too now? Vinland Saga. Just the first season. Breathtaking. It was like a Game of Thrones mixed with Vikings in a setting that's more prehistoric with Valhalla and... Fa Bro, what? I mean, King Canute, best character. Oh, my I mean. God. Pretty Canute. Now, King Canute. <laughs> Dog, it's like, it's just, again, for me, knowing that you can take as much time as you want, there's a market for that. Trust me. I know there's a market. That's why, let's just talk about this too, J.K. Rowling with Harry Potter. They're now going to take the entire series... 
go to HBO, which they're calling it Max now, just Max, and they're going to do seven to eight seasons of the whole entire storytelling from the book's perspective now. Do you know why? Because they can milk it. There's a fan base, so then you take advantage of them. Disney, what's Disney doing? Remaking? Remake everything. All of their shit already that you've already seen. But guess what? Now it's live action. Milking. We don't have to spend time, come up with a new story, make new characters. We just take what we got. We know they'll come back for it. Milking. Okay, that's milking. But I would say as long as the product is good, I'm okay with them milking it. Fair. I get you. even Even the Harry Potter, like if they can do a great season for each book, I would not be mad at that. Right. But see, then that's... And I'm tr- open-minded for it. Got you. But see, that's us accepting and saying, you know what? And this is a true thing. We can kind of see how One Piece is taking their time, right? To get to the destination. Yeah, I think the anime itself, for sure, because it doesn't want to catch up to the manga. So, so they definitely have pacing issues, which if you want to argue that's milking, I would say that's better than having filler. Okay, Or fair, taking breaks, fair. but... But you just see yeah. my point, right? If you want to say yeah, that they're just taking yeah. their time then or... They're just trying to lackadaisically get there. They're not like the hare. They're like the tortoise, just slow. That's still in my perspective milking, but I get you. Okay. Okay. We could you know agree what? on that. There yeah. we go. Agree to disagree. Yep. But there we just agreed. We agreed on that one. All right. Fair there's, enough. There's one hot take. Okay. Fair enough. I like that one. Okay. So then Tim, within the world of anime itself, do you think that within anime and how the growth of now we're going with it becoming more mainstream here in the Western society, like, do you think, you know how Mega says like he doesn't care for Avatar? He's like, you know, it's a terrible show. Didn't care about it. Terrible take. Right? Terrible take. One of the greatest cartoons of all time. I mean, if you go back and you watch Prince Zuko's storyline from the first season all the way to the end, I mean, there's such character development there. I mean, you got Uncle Iroh with his beautiful words of wisdom. I mean, just sit back and listen to one of his sayings and you really deep thought into it. You really become a better person for it. And obviously you got Aang mastering the elements. Toph, such a badass. Katara, I mean, she's amazing. Sokka, hilarious. Suki, you bring in there. I mean, just so many great characters. Azula, one of the best villains of all time. I mean, shooting blue fire, flames, lightning. What more can you ask for from a show? There's not much more I want. I don't know. That guy, (laughs) we'll just leave him be. We'll put him in the corner, yeah. (laughs) We'll leave him on last podcast, last podcast. So then for yourself then, with the progression of anime, how it's moving more mainstream, a lot of these new shows coming up that aren't even technically anime like we talked about, Arcane for League of Legends, having these new Dota on Netflix, these new shows coming out now and the progression of it, are you at all nervous about where anime is going or are you excited? What do you feel about it now? Uh, I'm actually pretty excited about it. I mean, I know a lot of people hate on like Disney picking up certain animes and like that's changing the industry a little bit. Like let's say um, Amazon when they used to have it, Bleach, I mean Tokyo Revengers. Yes. But I think it's kind of cool that there's new platforms that People who never seen anime before, next thing you know, they're going to be scrolling through Hulu and they're going to be like, oh, what is summertime rendering? Right. And they're going to click on it and they're going to watch it and then they're going to be invested. Then they're going to want more and it's going to feed into more and more people wanting to watch anime. And I feel the same way, like with other things like on Netflix, whether they have a live action show. Yes. Come out like Cowboy Bebop wasn't the greatest. I didn't watch it. Pretty terrible. I'm not going to lie, but it's just the fact that like maybe someone did like it. I agree. They, they're like, oh, what? There's another anime about it? Let it's me go an check anime? it out. Like a cartoon yeah. form? And then next thing you know, they're watching Cowboy Bebop. Yes. And they're watching Samurai Champloo. Exactly. And it just keeps growing and growing and growing. So I think as even if, as bad as the takes are and the movies that they shoot, it's such a good thing because it's growing the fan fandom. And it always goes back to the original work. Yes. You're always going to want more and more. 
I agree. And see, I've said that too previously is that I'm all for adaptations because I love how it brings in an entire market that would have never thought otherwise. So like you said, they watched the terrible Death Note and they're like, what is this? Like, this was interesting. It wasn't that bad. I know, right? I thought it was good. Yeah. So then you look into it and you're like, there's an animated version of it. So you watch that and you're like, holy crap, I loved L. I loved Light. I loved Kira. I loved Misa Misa, whatever it is, right? And then you look into it and you're like, there's more of this. Like, dude, for myself, my whole rebirth into anime almost 10 years ago, it feels like now, was Sword Art Online and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And guess where both of those were? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, and I think the thing is, you're going to have friends, you're going to have family members that would never watch an anime. But you could recommend them a live action based on an anime. Right. You can uh, recommend them something else that would put them on, like a cartoon, like yes. maybe like Avatar, like you said, or League of Legends. And those are just gateway drugs. I agree. To get you into anime. Get you addicted. Yeah. Once Even you're if, in, you're in. That's, that's what I'm saying. And you're going to get hooked. Well, think about this way too. Like, say you put them on Boondocks. And Boondocks is comedy. Oh, yeah. I loved that show. And then they're Uncle like... Ruckus. Right. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I'm tired of all this. <laughs> and I'm just saying, right? You put them on that, and then you're like, dude, you know what you should try? Konosuba. Something that's like an anime that's based on comedy. See how they take it. Yep. Say, say there there's somebody go. that likes more of like a raunchier thing. Like, you just know they're that kind of person. Slide them in their species reviewers. See how they like it, you e know? Even anybody you know that's a Disney fan, you tell them to go watch Suzume, and they're going to come back to you and be like, oh, that was a great movie. I want more. And Dog. there you go. There's another opening. We talked about that in the movie theater. Like, I literally told you, these are what Disney used to be. These movies now coming out for anime, Makoto Shinkai found the formula. The guy gets it, dude. He knows what to make. Not political, not over-biased, not over-exclusive. Give us a good movie. I and mean, then I won't care who the characters are, what it is. Just make a good movie. Yeah, and I mean, I was telling you, like, we see Mario. There's none of this woke agenda. There's yes. nothing crazy about it. There's no deep storyline where... Someone has to do this or a character does that. It's just a fun movie for yes. the kids. Yes. It's a fun movie for adults. It's Easter eggs. It's about a video game. Like, right. who doesn't love Mario? We grew up with it. And so I feel like if we could get anime to that point where, like, we're not forcing agendas or we're not forcing things to be in anime that shouldn't be in anime, then we're going to see ourselves watching them in big screens all the time now. I agree. Because, again, inclusiveness, I'm all for it. The main character in Suzume is a girl, and I'm all about it. It was beautifully told from her perspective, beautifully written. The character is captivating. It doesn't matter who the character is at that point. The fact is, don't blatantly put things like you're saying. Don't yeah. make us force feed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like she doesn't have to tell you she's a feminist or woman no. power, this or that. Like you see it for yourself. Like she's a strong, independent yes. woman. And that's not being forced to you or not being no. told to you, but you see it. Same with her aunt taking on the responsibility to raise her as her own daughter and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like it shows you these things and it pushes to you that these exist. You don't just have to, you know, ugh. we can go on and on, but I'm with you, dude. I you agree really completely. Can. So then with gatekeeping of anime, I know that you're not about it then, right? Oh, uh, gatekeeping is one of the worst things I think people could do. I feel like if you just start telling people that they're not real anime fans because all they watch is Naruto or Dragon Ball Z, like you should be the one not watching anime. Why are you telling people like they can't watch anime? Whatever anime they watch is what they watch and you shouldn't be mad or upset about it. I mean, even cosplaying certain characters. Anyone could cosplay any character. That's the point of cosplaying. They're all imaginary 2D characters anyway. So why can't certain people cosplay a character just because they don't look like the character? Right. And see how you're talking about the woke agenda being pushed down? Dress of Darling. There's a character that she cosplays that's a little bit tanner, right? People were openly trying to say it was blackfacing. That they were literally trying to make fun of a black culture. And I was like, 
you guys really don't understand how the Japanese culture works, do you? Like, there might be an entirely different set of standards and whatnot they're doing, but she was imitating a character. It had nothing. It's just... Yeah, she's cosplaying. That's what I'm saying, yeah. though. But you see what happens in our country. It pushes that stuff into people's faces. So that's why when you talk about gatekeeping, I truly believe a lot of these people now have got to a spot, and I've heard people say this, too, the ones that are for gatekeeping, where they said, when I loved it, it was looked down on. I was made fun of. Nobody appreciated it when I was watching it. And now that it's openly accepted, I don't like that people are into it now. That's not fair. They're like, I got shunned, but now I need to accept it. I mean, I was the same way. I used to get uh, bullied for it, but why am I going to wish that on other people just so that they could get into it? Right. Instead, I'm happy that they don't have to go through that. I'm happy that they are able to just watch anime without any bullying. It's fun. It's cool. It's cool to watch anime now. If you're not watching anime, you're actually in the minority now. Yes. We wouldn't have been able to go to an IMAX theater if it wasn't for how big it's getting now. We literally watched it in IMAX today because yeah. of that. And it was one of the best experiences ever. I so cannot. we need more of that. And I just feel like there's already enough hate out there. Yes. So why are we going to gatekeep and be hating on other people just for watching anime? Why are we Whatever it? it is they like, they like. And we're going to try to get more and more people to watch it and you well, know, like be more said, inclusive. The eye for an eye. That's how we're going to solve this. I was wrong, so now you get wronged. No, it's not how it works. Be better. Yeah. Start the new change. You know what I'm saying? It's like the same thing when I was a kid, dude. I loved Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. I loved those things. Everyone thought it was nerdy and stupid. Now those same people are taking their kids wearing Groot shirts. You know what I'm saying? Like, it changes. Yeah, so open the acceptance. I, I mean, we saw the superhero craze, and now we're seeing video game craze. And Dog. eventually we're going to see the anime craze. It's just a matter of time. I can't wait. I'm all for it. That's why I love doing this. That's why I love talking about it. So then here's a fun one then too, Tim, for you. So with the new season out, and we're in spring right now of 2023, you put me and Megas on to a show and made us watch the first episode, which was 90 minutes, right? 90 minutes. Okay. Yeah. What is the show called? It's a uh, it's called Oshinoko. It's a manga or an anime that just came out by the uh, creator of Kaguya-sama, Love is War, Aka Akasaka. And it's about, without spoiling, because... It's really hard not to. It's about an idol who ends up getting pregnant and having twins. And I just want to leave it at that because any deeper you go into it, you might spoil. But it's watch the first episode. I mean, who puts out a 90-minute first episode? I mean, the animation was on point. The storytelling was on point. The characters are great. And by the end of it, you're going to fall in love. The craziest part, it's a prologue. Oh, yeah. It's None of that was intro. anything to this story. It's an yep. intro to the anime it's literally a movie setting up the plot for what we're about to watch any other anime that's four episodes in that you're barely getting that and this is the first episode let's just get it out the way because that is the prologue tim that it's was not insane. meant to be anything else that was setting the mood for what's to come the way it ended i stood up oh you have to make sure you stay spoiler free if possible and uh Watch the show as soon as possible because yes. you don't want to get spoiled for Where this can one. they watch it? Uh, it's on High Dive. High Dive. You sent us the link. So I'm, I'm very blessed that you let us use your account. Um, I just couldn't believe while watching it where it went. I was not expecting any of that because the first 15 minutes I'm watching, I was like, all right, I can see why Tim's in this. Just some yeah. idol. She gets pregnant. Okay, this will be fun to watch. Yeah, it's, it's not what I expected. So you weren't spoiled for what happened. I had no idea what was coming. I sat down and watched it thinking it was just going to be some dumb idol show. Like, to be honest, I thought it was just going to be some idol, gets pregnant, maybe goes back into the limelight. I was like, why is Tim so hyped on this? And then I kind of kept watching. I was like, oh, what just happened to this guy? And I'm like, oh, what is going... Dude, it... Wow. Yeah, where the story ends up going at the end of the 90-minute special... Halfway through! Oh, halfway through. I mean, yeah, but... The ending is insane. Where the ending goes, it's only going to get better and better. 
So I'm really excited about this one. As am I. I'm excited. And I would say that that pick you did, because me and Megas were talking about some of the shows that are coming out this season. We talked about like Hell's Paradise and stuff like that. So so many great shows this season. I mean, it's hard to keep up with. But the fact you put us onto that, I had to give it some light. Oh, yeah. That one for sure. Anyone who is looking for a great anime, Oshinoko, it's going to be probably my pick of the season. I know I'm biased, but dude, it's going to be up there. What else have you been watching this season that you want to shout out? Before, uh, um, I think the second core of Gundam just came out, The Witch from Mercury. Ooh, okay. Of, this is actually my first Gundam watching in maybe like five, six years. So you don't need to know any of the other ones. It's its own story, right? And it's really well done. I feel like a lot of people slept on it, so I'm happy that it's back. I mean, like I said, there's so many good ones. I just watched last night, uh, Insomniac Sleep After School. Ooh. And the first episode, I mean, it's about two kids who both have insomnia. And they find each other by accidentally sleeping in the uh, old uh, storage room. No way. And they run into each other and they both realize that they have insomnia and like they just spend the night out hanging out with each other because they can't sleep. Both of them. Right. So you can kind of see where it's going, but it was a really well done first episode. Okay. What was the one Megas put us on that you were like, yeah, it's definitely (laughs) like a four out of 10. I mean, I'm not a really big fan of, Isekai is no more. I, I feel like they ran their course. They have. I mean, don't get me wrong. ReZero is still one of my all-time favorite shows. Peak. But other than that, they don't really hit for me. You so, tell me you're not going to watch Reincarnated as a vending machine? I'm not watching that Come one. Come on, Tim. Maybe Reincarnated as a sword. Oh, okay. Go back to that one, but I don't know. I doubt it. <laughs> but the one he told us to watch was uh, I Got a Cheat Skill in a New World yes. or something like that. Yes. Something close to that title. Yeah. And just while, gonna... while the first episode was good... I could just tell this show is not for me. Yeah. I'm Definitely with you. like a five out of ten average. It's gonna be your same Isekai premise that every other Isekai has nowadays. Yeah, I feel you. So Tim, I do agree. I think that we both have a prophetic amount of good takes. I think that you are a little bit overly hated by Megas, but I think that's just because you guys have differencing of opinions a little too much. You yeah, know? I mean, he has terrible takes. I have good ones, so Yeah, I mean that makes sense. That it's makes sense. Kinda, yeah. So since we are both simps. And we are both men who love culture and their women. And we definitely like those uh, ride or dies at times, too. What are a couple characters that come to mind that you just deserve, in your opinion? They just deserve the simping. They deserve the I love. I mean, Karisu from Steins Gate. Right Hands away. Down. Right away. Like, no questions asked. Like, Can't even this fight that. woman. Yeah, I mean, no spoilers. but She'll literally sacrifice herself She'll for you. sacrifice herself. I mean, spoilers, I guess. <laughs> but other than her, I mean, like, you got Violet Evergarden. Oh, you got Kaguya-sama. Yeah. Uh, what? What? I mean, that's all yours. I haven't seen it yet. So yeah. I can't really say I've it. been trying to convince this man to watch it for, I don't know how long now. A long time. A long time. Uh, Mikasa from Attack on Titan. Really? Definitely. Definitely. Any woman who's willing to kill for you, you know, I'll send for her. That's a ride or die. Yeah. Ride or die. Literally. She's a little too, you know, a little short hairy for me in this last season, but that's okay. He'll grow back out. He'll <laughs> grow back out. Let me give her a couple couple months. What about Zero Two? You a fan of Zero Two? Uh, Zero Two is awesome. I mean, just the design alone. I oh. mean, how can you not love her? You have to. Yeah. Holo? Spice and Wolf? Holo, Marin. Oh. I mean, all these waifus. I'm a big simp. Same. I mean, I think of Jolene from JoJo. Like, Ooh, ooh Just wow. that body design. I mean, jeez. Wow. What about the girl that's in, because uh, I love my pink hair waifus. Did you get to watch at the... Uh, um, not a married couple, but definitely uh, more than a married couple, but definitely not lovers. Have you seen that one yet? I have not. Oh, no. that main pink-haired character design. Oh, what about Shikamori's not a more than a girl or more than a cutie? It? More than a cutie. There you go. I just didn't like the show. But what about the design? Awesome. Is she a waifu? Awesome. 
Absolutely. She's just a little too a little too strong for me. A little too uh a little Oh, so you like them submissive. A little bit more. A little bit yeah. more. She was just a little too go-gettery for me. You need the you need the high school ones. Well, <laughs> I just don't like the fact that she was really over the top with this beta guy. And he was just like, oh, I'm so passive. Oh, I'm everything always happens to me. It's a curiosity. You know, something. I mean, you can say the same thing about zero two and hero. True. I mean, but I, I take it for zero two. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. She's one that of those ma- ones. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah that's the, all fine. The horns. Yeah. Of course. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, she comes out with the fish in her mouth. I mean, <laughs> what more can you say? But, oh, I got a fish in the <laughs> pants now. What are we doing <laughs> Uh, let's see. Okay. So any other characters you think that deserve the simping over, over the top? I mean, I love me some Nino from quintessential quintuplets. That's the number one, huh? Yeah. She should have won. Easily should have won. She wins in my heart. I mean, this woman confessed, right? She came in and said, what? You didn't hear me. I'll say it again. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Change your hair up. Change the hair. Started to fight for him. Mm, Saw the sun. Saw the light. Willing to lie, cheat, whatever. Just to win his heart. That's a woman right there. Yep. That's a winner. You know what she would do? If I left a note on her car, she'd enjoy it. Uh, she might say she had a boyfriend. <laughs> it says that she, would, she would have been about it. She would have been about it. I know Nino would have. She probably would have said she had a boyfriend. Yeah. yeah Maybe that's, Itsuka. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe if I get reborn as a vending machine, that's the only way I'll get some girls' digits because they got to put it in to order something. That's the only way. <laughs> Tim, I hope you know I appreciate you coming out, man. Of course, man. The pleasure's all mine. I mean, I was a little nervous at first, but you started open up. Yeah, of course. It took about an hour, but we got there. <laughs> it just took the whole show. No big deal. Yeah, we're there now. That's all that matters. <laughs> but see, I think that's the fun thing, and that's what's so cool is if people don't know this, that's how I met you was through the anime podcast I did before this one. Yeah, it was a simple meetup. I went one day and it was like for Weeb Nation. And next thing you know, I met Alex, I met Chris, I met other Megas and all sorts of cool people. And I mean, like now look at, we're here years later. I'm on a podcast. Look at this. Who would have thought? Right? And the best part? Well, the best part is like now it's like a part of a divorce family. You still see Chris and me on weekends at one house and on the other my house. Love for them both. I mean, they're both great people. And Alex, for sure, he's like a friend for life at this point. Yeah, all my love for you, man. Of course. And see, that's the best part is that your takes are, you know, a little bit more understandable at times. I can see. Megas is just a little crazy at times. Yeah, you know if anyone ever wants to argue, tag me in a Discord and we'll go on for days. <laughs> I know Tim enjoys it too. So that's what's amazing, Tim, is that through these adventures of life, through the great things of anime and everything we love, we can see how it is one of the most uniting things that just simply listening to a podcast can bring you to an entire new adventure, new friendships, and an entire new world you would have never thought about. No, of course not. Anime is special. It's like the themes that they tell you in the show, from the show itself to the people you meet, everything, the whole community behind anime is just growing and it's really nice to see. I agree. And also shout outs to you for uh, feeding me and Megas the other night when we came and surprised you at your uh, second job you were at. Oh yeah. If anyone ever wants free pizza, I mean, I work in Riverside. <laughs> it was so, dope, dude. Through. We literally showed up and Tim's like, yeah, what are we going to go eat? You're like, you guys want to eat here? Guy yeah, made us a pie. Yeah, it's free. Even though the thing I wanted wasn't there, but that's okay. You know, uh, you're out of like pretty much all the good stuff. It was a Monday. Yeah. It was yeah. a Monday. All right. It was mundane. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the food was good. This was good. So Tim, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Anybody you want to shout out, give some love to before we head out of here tonight? Uh, actually, some anime. Uh, shout out to Kaguya-sama. Oh! I mean, go watch it. It's a beautiful show. Yu Yu Hakusho. It's a classic. Same guy who did Hunter Hunter. And just, you know, everyone out there who's been a part of my life, I feel like they all done a great part. And they played their part. So, I appreciate them. Awesome. Appreciate you. Oh, appreciate you. It's almost like Suzumi, right? Yeah, it's all full circle. That's what I'm saying! It, it, everything co- goes around, comes around. So. Gosh. 
So guys, I appreciate all of you. I appreciate Tim. Thank you guys for listening, staying tuned, whether you're fa- uh, Tim's family, listening to him on his first podcast. Hola, como estas? Bien, you too? Thank you, gracias. Uh, everybody else who comes in, I love you guys so much. Thank you for being a part of the family. If you want to be a part of everything we do, it's quite simple. Just join the Discord. All you have to do, look us up on social media. Just type in on anything TikTok. Go to Twitter. You can go to Instagram. You can even go to Facebook, probably. I don't think I made a Facebook. But just look up Anime Senpai Podcast. There's a link there. Click it. Join the Discord. Keep up with everything. There's so much in the works, so much fun. And this is something I think I'm going to enjoy moving forward, is having some more guests on the show, especially people I meet in my life. Why not? You guys are fun to talk to. And I feel like those are the best people to talk to on a show because you're a little bit more comfortable, at least after an hour, you know, for yourself. But yes, we love you guys. Stay tuned. We have some more uh, fun next week. As always, I appreciate you for staying a while and listening. And always, please rate the show. Give it five stars. If you go over to Apple Podcasts, I'm going to say it one more time. Leave me a question on there for the next Anime Senpai Q&A so I can do it part three only from the Apple Podcast comments. And I'll see you guys all next week. Johnny. Oh